Welcome back to another episode of See Me After Class. I am Mr. L. I'm Miss S. <laughs> Miss S, name one specific thing that you are going to change this year. I'm going to work on eating better. <laughs> Is that I right? love <laughs> <laughs> I love that for you. Perhaps, you know what? I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna take responsibility for this. As a teacher, name one go. thing specifically there you you're go. going to change this year. Question mark. Now that makes a lot more sense. I am gonna work on hmm, maybe being a little bit more patient in the classroom. I'm so very proud of you that you decided to be vulnerable like that. Hey, that's what what I'm here for. It's like unpaid therapy for free. That's a thing right? too. Yes. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Miss S, this podcast is for teachers. Sure is. Has been, will be, will forever be for teachers. Mm-hmm. It leans more towards middle and high school teachers, although we will never, ever forget about our elementary school teachers. Could never. I mean, I've never taught it. We'll never taught it. Teach it. Never. Th- no. Could never be me, but for those who it is you, I am in awe of you. Because they won't let us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Miss S, you've started your year. I'm sure almost going to start my year. What do we think about it? How, how are we going to approach? How, what are we going to do? I'm exhausted. <laughs> That's what I think about. I'm exhausted. You know that. Um, yeah, we literally did like, what feels like a year. And I was like, wait, what do you mean? It wasn't a year already. <laughs> Miss S it's been, a, it's been a week. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> At the beginning of the year, I think we've said this a multitude of times that we do a lot of things. Mm-hmm. There are so many things that we do. And yet there are still some things that we don't and aren't. Surprising, shocking, I know. Our disclaimer. We are not commercial pilots. Ooh, uh, I always <laughs> wanted to be one, but I think I'd pass out. I don't know. <laughs> I, I want to believe that I could fly a plane, but I probably couldn't. I don't think I could either. We're not that. We're also not Netflix taggers. Okay, now what is that? Yep. So you get paid to watch TV shows and movies in its entirety and then give it the hashtag. So when people look it up, it like is under like, oh, hashtag scary movies. And then all these movies pop up because you tag them as scary. I'm angry that I don't have that job. Isn't that imagine? (laughs) But wait, even when they don't like the show? You have to just watch it. Yep. Even if it's a terrible show because you have to tag like what is the genre or whatever. Isn't that crazy? Okay. We are also not commercial divers. Oh, no. I couldn't do that. I wouldn't want to do that either. When I looked it up, they are the ones that dive into the ocean and fix, I don't know, pipeline. They fix. Oh, no. Yeah. They fix those things. Isn't that cool? Oh, that sounds like it pays real well, too. <laughs> because it's really dangerous. Because you could probably die. Yeah, because <laughs> your chance of uh, coming back might be slim. Yeah, well, sticking to the ocean thing, 
We're oh. also not dog surfing instructors. Okay, now. That's really? a real thing. It's a real thing. People will do ridiculous things with their pets. Surfing is one of them. You have to have an instructor. Hello. I love that journey for those people. I would never do that, but yeah. <laughs> we are also not nurses, librarians, cafeteria staff. Bus drivers. Custodians. In the mm. office. Reception. Receptionists. Secretaries. We are none of those things. We are teachers in the classroom teaching to the best of our ability. Speaking of, Miss Us. Uh-huh. Today's topic, first episode of season four. Look at us. Welcome back. <laughs> episode number 65. Woohoo. Look at, wow. I didn't even realize yeah. that. We'll have to celebrate soon. <laughs> You're welcome. Okay. <laughs> Today's topic, emotional challenges. Oh, my, the first week of school. <laughs> That's it. That's what it is. in the classroom. Miss <laughs> <laughs> S, do you think emotions are important? Duh. <laughs> Obviously, it took me a while to get in tune with mine, but yes. <laughs> Which emotions happen in the classroom? Oh, Ooh. All of them within a span of seven <laughs> seconds. Anxiety? Yes. Anger? Yes, and. Frustration? <laughs> yes, and, and. Worry? Oh, yeah, that happens. Fear? <gasps> yeah. I would agree, yes. Should... I'm going to throw this, I'm going to ask you and throw this question out into the universe itself. Should teachers self-regulate in the classroom? Uh, I think that, yeah, that would be a great idea. Or should they feel all they're feeling the moment they feel it? Question mark. Ooh, I think that's subjective depending on who you ask, like which, it, which person you're asking in it's the classroom. It's contextual. I agree. Miss Eskett, out of my head and my dreams. You're welcome. This episode will be a bit about why <laughs> paying attention to your emotions in the classroom is important. Mm -hmm. <laughs> First point, Miss S. Why paying attention to emotions in the classroom is important? Focus. Ooh. Did you know? I'm going to tell you something that you didn't know, Miss S. Give me a fact. I'm ready. Give it to me. Happiness and joy can be where curiosity thrives. I guess that makes sense. Do, Sounds like a <laughs> Disney quote. <laughs> Do you find, excuse me, ex, have you experienced, and maybe give me some empirical data, if you will, that when you are happy and excited and going about your lesson and your happy face and smiley face, that the kids do that as well? Your students, yeah. I should say. When you are having a good lesson delivery and you know it's going well, I think the kids can pick up on that and they're excited. Even if it's not a subject that they are the most receptive to, they're excited to at least like listen and try to, to gain some of it. I'm going to push back. You know what? Strike that, reverse it. I'm going to piggyback and say they're, oh. <laughs> they're actively listening. Okay. <laughs> Thank I you like for that, that validation. Yeah, that makes sense. Do you think in that classroom, in that situation, that hands are being raised, questions are being asked, collaboration is happening, communication is happening between students? Question mark. Statement, of course. 
<laughs> okay. Why emotions are important. They're important for focus. Unchecked anxiety and or fear on the part of the teacher can be detrimental to focus in the classroom. Yeah. So say your mind is occupied with, ooh, maybe you're being observed. Mm. Or maybe, ooh, maybe you're being evaluated, but it's not this period. It's the next period. And you're yeah. only thinking about that. Yes. Miss S, tell me. Tell I me. Have, I have experienced that, especially when you're in your... I did alternative certification, right? So I'm, I wasn't traditionally okay. trained. And so for your first year of teaching, you're on a probationary certificate and you get observed by the state, right? Like a state of sure. person, uh-huh. appointed yes. person. Um, you get like a, like kind of like a, a cycle, right? So beginning, middle, end. And right. I would always freak out because I was like, oh my gosh, the state's going to tell me I can't be a teacher. <laughs> The state's going to say it, like, I'm not qualified. <laughs> I would think about it the night before. I would lose sleep over it and I'd be anxious. Like kind of like how some of our students feel like with test anxiety or whatever. That's how I would feel in the sense of like, oh my gosh, like this is coming. Or especially when um, my manager would pop in and be like, hey, I was going to come in after lunch. You know, just want to see what's going on. I'm like, okay. And then as soon as she'd walk out of the door, panic, fear, <laughs> what's going on. <laughs> Stress, shoulders, neck. Literally. <laughs> Tense. Quick note, side note, sidebar. We're going to table this very quickly. Teachers, if you're getting, if you know where your stress is being held, uh, I don't know, your neck, your shoulders, your upper back, your lower back, your middle back even, go get a massage. Oh, I got one. Oh, yes. So no, good. I need one now recently. They're really, but. yes, they're really good for you. Okay. Coming back to Ms. S, why emotions are important. For focus in the classroom as a teacher. Poorly managed stress, Miss S. Do you think that might diminish your capacity to be effective as a teacher? You're already laughing because you know the answer is like, yeah. duh. <laughs> well, one, because I see your face and I can see the anticipation, the, the, the emotion forming on your face that, duh. Yes, it does. That moment where I'm like, are we really wasting minutes asking a question we all agree with? Yes, we are. Yes, and. Because, yes, and because we, Ms. S, are the vulnerable ones. This is why we make We're the modeling. podcast is yes. to validate, acknowledge other teachers's, that, okay. yeah, that's, yes, mm-hmm. other teachers's feelings, thoughts, emotions that they've had, but might not be Ooh, brave not enough to say, yeah. say out loud. Miss S, tell me. About what I don't want to say out loud? <laughs> <laughs> no, not a good idea. That, that's, that's what's not going to happen. I just meant you're, you're agreeing with me, but has, has anyone ever said that to you? Ooh, well, I, I do X, Y, Z, but I don't want to tell anyone. Like, I don't want to complain. I don't want to complain. Yeah, there's people who are like, uh, I'm like compartmentalized, which I think to an extent is effective. Like, yeah, compartmentalize for myself, right? Like right, I can yes. compartmentalize certain things in the classroom or feelings based off of, right? Because we, I mean, yes, we're teaching kids, but you're also interacting with adults all day long too, right? Like you're still interacting with people and that can also give other senses of emotions and things like that. And I have learned to kind of just like what's best for kids, right? And if that means that I'm very stressed, I've learned now to like name it to my students of like, hey, I'm feeling this way right now. And so 
if it seems like Miss S is coming off a certain way, that's not my intention. And we're going to work together to X, Y, and Z, like problem solve certain things, which is then when I taught middle school was effective because they're still learning, like, yep. how do they vocalize what they need? Like, my need is not being met. And this is why I'm acting this way. And so when you model it as the teacher of like, hey, you're right, like, I do feel a little upset. I'm upset because no one's raising their hand right now. And I feel like no one can, can like collaborate together. They're able to see, oh, I can word it this way and vocalize that. You just keep talking, Miss S. I, I'll just be here to facilitate. <laughs> <laughs> but that took that took a while. Like my first year, absolutely not, absolutely not. Being you vulnerable, know, you know, my first year, you could hear me my first year. You know, I should apologize because we haven't acknowledged our zero zero year teachers. Yeah, zero hey year guys, teachers. Welcome hey, to how, it. How's it going? Welcome to education. Welcome, welcome to it. Take a seat and get comfy. Miss S, second point. <clears throat> Why emotions are important in the classroom? Making decisions. Yep. <laughs> Miss S, this might be a rhetorical question. Maybe not. I hope there's an answer. Have you ever felt overwhelmed on an important day? Question mark. Yeah, like my first year was every day, <laughs> overwhelmed, and it wasn't that important. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, okay, that's what I want to, thank you for that, get out of my head. Okay. I want to acknowledge the fact that it might feel like it's the worst day of your life. It might feel as if the day you're being observed, like I was saying, or the day you're being evaluated, or just any other day where they, exactly what you said, where they pop in, and by they, I mean admin. Admin pops in. It's like, hey, how you doing? Oh, this is new so-and-so, or this is district so-and-so. Yep. Oh, we're just stopping by classrooms. And as a zero year, because that's happened to me, and I know it's happened to you, you, you anxiety, panic. fear, stress, panic, worry. I, I mean... Literally. And even when you're not first year, I remember last year we had donors come by and walk through the classes. And I remember yes. thinking, oh my gosh, they're going to take their money. Like they're going to pull their <laughs> money from me because of this class. And I was, I'm a vet teacher now, right? And I still have those moments of like hearing people in the hallway. I'm like, oh my gosh, they're coming. For, like, yes. Oh no. Yes. And there I could have about, the there, best. There they yeah. are. There they are. The best, and the and the kids will do it. They'll, sometimes they heighten the anxiety. Like, miss, 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 they're coming. They're, they're in the class next door. I'm like, dude, sit down. Stop telling me that. <laughs> oh, Miss S. Speaking of, <clears throat> have you ever had a, a particularly frustrating class? Uh, I instantly thought of at least five classes, yeah. And then that frustration bled into another class yes oh and then I feel so bad I feel so bad but I think it's a yes and because that also has happened to me and I can genuinely say it's a it's a cognitive dissonance situation it's I want to acknowledge this is me self-regulating in the class and this is me talking in my head not mm -hmm. out loud while I'm in class trying to teach why do I sound so angry? Or why, why, am, why am I so short? I mm. normally have a lot of patience. And then I think, okay, well, last class was just a little bit frustrating, but 
I, mean, I guess I really shouldn't take it out on, on this next class, but then I wouldn't be acknowledging the fact that I'm frustrated, but I really shouldn't take it out on this. <laughs> you know, it's a, it's a, yeah, it's a conundrum. It's a conundrum. dialogue, yeah. What about a little, let's go a bit further, where you had a frustrating day? Does it bleed into the following day for you? Um, I don't think so. Maybe, maybe subconsciously, like little pieces. What I've noticed is when I've had a, a day, like when I have had a yep. day, yep. it it walks into my front door and I'm like having a day at home. It's like the dog <laughs> is annoying me or like the TV <laughs> sound is not high enough or I didn't want to cook that and now I'm upset. Like it will then take, and I'm, I like to, I try my best. I think all of us as educators try our best to leave things at, at, at work, but we all know like working with children and being invested in communities that we teach in, it's very difficult to be like, all right, I'm turning it off. Like all of us have gone right. Home yes, and it's about like a, like a switch. Like, like it's a switch. Yeah. All of us have thought about students have like bought. I have bought things at stores where I'm like, oh, that's right. Like so and so said, like this happened. I'll just I'll buy some like quick little candy, like yes. granola bars, right? And it's like okay, and I'll just make sure this class period. I, I remind them that I like little things to where when it's a rough day, I then am like thinking about it. And then it's like, I'm, I'm being more hard on myself because I'm like, man, I could have just stopped at second period, reset myself, told the kids how I was feeling and we could have had a better day. So I'm like berating myself rather than blaming children. Cause at the end of the day, right? Like they are children, regardless if they are like six or yep. 16, they are yep. children. And I know because I taught high school and I know there are times <laughs> where I was like, how could they do this to me? And I'm like, Oh, right. Because they're 16 and like their exactly. frontal lobe is like, much <laughs> exactly. And they're little human beings who, who may or may not know how to self-regulate or control their own emotions. I want to get back to the taking it home part. And we don't have this experience, but I just want to validate that people with husbands or wives and or children probably ask themselves the same mm. thing of, God, I'm taking my frustration home or God, why am I so angry to my, or why am I so mean to my children right now? Or yeah. my husband is trying to do something nice and I'm yelling at him or my wife is trying to do XYZ and I'm just kind of done with her or I don't know what. <laughs> so I think it can and it's okay just acknowledge the fact, have that inner dialogue, maybe even say it out loud that, you know what, I'm frustrated because of XYZ. I shouldn't mm -hmm. bring it home. Mm -hmm. Ideally. <laughs> Fingers crossed. <laughs> On a better note, Miss S., this is still in how emotions can affect maybe making decisions in the classroom. Happiness and determination help with mental flexibility. Okay. And by this, I mean happiness. You successfully self-regulate. You get back to happy. When something inevitably happens in the classroom that might have made you frustrated before, but because you started happy, it's not that big of a deal, question mark. I could see that, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to think, did I, have I, do I have that lived experience? I think the, I like, and I've heard this phrase before, I've read about it, emotional flexibility, where you're able to bounce back Mm. to your uh, your equilibrium your mm. your loving place i guess when faced with frustration or anxiety or anger and the flexibility to just bounce right back from it does that make sense that does make sense i could see that 
him as S. Another fact. You ready for this one? Here we go. Still under making decisions, but bear with me. Teachers make thousands of decisions every hour. Oh, I believe that. A hundred percent believe that. That's not a fact I would ever doubt. We make a decision to show up for work. We make, <laughs> the de- we make the decision to put a smile on our face. We make the decision to not take things personally. We make the decision to, when Bobby is acting a fool in the class, to not get angry. We make a decision to keep our calm. We make a decision to self-regulate and say, you know what? I'm frustrated right now. I'm going to let this frustration go because, like... <laughs> My friend, Miss S, says they're just children. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes I do have to. I'm like, TJK, they're just kids. They're just kids. I I mean, we make that decision. We make the decision. Oh, uh, Miss, sir, can I go to the restroom? Uh, No, just give me five minutes. Or not, no, excuse me. Oh, just give me five minutes. And then you could go, oh, okay. Uh, We make the decision to, uh, if we, oh, can I go to the restroom? Oh, can I go to the nurse? Oh, can I go? Uh, Thousands and ad infinitum. Thousands of decisions every hour. Miss S? Oh, yeah. And that's just those. That's not the, oh, you know what? This would be better with group work. And you're changing the whole thing from independent to group work. So now tables are moving. You're grabbing chart paper. It's like, okay, everyone's going to do this. We're going to do a gallery walk. And then next period, you know, gallery walk is not going to work for that class. You're ooh, just going to have to be independent. Ooh, but I need to differentiate for the student. Ooh, I need to differentiate for Sally. I need to differentiate for Bobby. But Bobby's not going to understand. Bobby doesn't have this. Or Bobby needs this. And Sally, well, no, she needs this. But you know what? A lot of the kids need this. But you know what? My gallery walk, ooh, I'm going to put pictures. Okay, but I don't have any pictures. <laughs> Yep. And that's just literally 10 minutes in the first period. I would argue, but I can't. Nope. <laughs> Miss S. Emotions are important in the classroom because of our next point, building student relationships. Yep. Miss S., are you an approachable person? <laughs> um... I think that depends who you ask. Can students I, approach you? Again, that depends who you ask. <laughs> I And I will own that. I think because I am small in stature, I am not small in presence. Mind. Yes. And so sometimes I think that I have been, and in my years of teaching, I have been labeled, right, like very intimidating. Yes. Ooh, like if she, if you're in trouble, like Miss S is not the one, but there are other kids from like year one on that will vouch that like, I am like the biggest softy. I cry <laughs> over everything. Like I go to every game. I will drive hours to go support. Like I'm at birthday party. Like I think that I am approachable, but I'll be very, very clear that this is just my pedagogy. I am not approachable the first couple weeks of school. Right. Yes. But that's you just setting your standards, that's you just setting your expectations. You're setting the stage, your culture, if you will, in your classroom. And I admire you for that. I set boundaries very clear because I am not there to be their friend. And I am, and they know that. I, on the other hand, have been labeled as friendly, approachable, yet, well, what, uh, what, would the, what would the word be called? Uh... Ob- not objective, but if you're going to ask me a question, I'm going to give you the answer, and it may not be the answer that you want. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am going to I'm going to give you the fact of the matter. I'm not going to take. And again, this is circumstantial. I like to deal with facts and objectivity rather than ooh, how did you feel about this? Perhaps it's the math teacher in me. 
perhaps it's the <laughs> it's the psychology in me, but yes, facts, objectivity, data. Yep. And it and with the fu- and the funny part is I'm very good with emotions. I'm very good with emotions in the classroom in that you know, the student might have almost said a curse word in class and it's like, uh, you almost said it. Thank you for not saying it. There are better words to use rather than the one you almost used. Let's mm-hmm. use I'm frustrated <laughs> or let's use this is not working the way I thought it would work, <laughs> not the other four or five letter words that you could possibly use. Yeah. Miss S, hashtag relatable content. Hashtag I get it. <laughs> Miss S, facial expressions, body language okay, can so show you're coming straight to me. Your emotions. But see we know that. Me first, before you. If I were to play poker, I would lose instantly because I do not have a poker face. You don't. <laughs> I am a happy person 98.5% of the time. In my mind, I think, why am I going to be angry? Anger takes energy and effort and happiness is just default for me. That doesn't mean that I don't acknowledge the fact when I'm angry, frustrated, stressed out, etc. I just mm-hmm. mean... You know when I'm angry and it's written all over my face. Mrs. I I agree with that statement. I think there are some teachers, even new teachers, zero years, veterans, whomever, teachers. If that if you can relate to what I just described about myself, it would be wise to acknowledge the fact like Miss S said that you know what you're making me feel frustrated because of X, Y, Z. Let's try not to do X, Y, Z. Let's do A, B, C instead so that I don't get frustrated. Question mark? Yeah. And you model it for kids because then kids will learn to vocalize like a hallway conversation with you of like, I didn't mean to say certain things. I'm just feeling a certain way because of X, Y, and Z, right? And they might need, I just need water or I just need a second and I'm going to come back in, right? Like you're teaching them to advocate for themselves in a way that is like, appropriate in settings, right? Like you can't just walk out of your job and like, I need a minute, but there's ways to advocate. <laughs> and it's at a basic human level, I, I, I think. Yeah, you're, you're, and like, like you said earlier, some of these kids might go home to things where they don't have the option or somebody telling them that they have the yes. right to vocalize their Miss regulation needs. Yes, that was my next point. Your yeah. genuine happiness and your smile is sometimes the only one that student sees. Question mark? Oh, no, I just was like, that is uh, true. Sorry, I was, she, I I guess was she thinking was, about certain kids. <laughs> she, was, she was thinking calmly thinking about it. And I was just staring, you're right. <laughs> but yes, I, I think that you, that, excuse me, teachers have to take that into consideration that the, your excitement to see that student in your classroom or your genuine care, it really might be the only positive experience they have. Yeah, and I think sometimes even when you're frustrated, like having to remind yourself that is hard, is difficult, yes. right? Where you're yes. just like, well, right now I'm upset. And then it is that thing of like acknowledging that you're feeling that way, reminding yourself that they're just kids, and then also reminding like a lot of 
student home lives, especially depending on like what communities you're teaching in. Even right. if you are teaching in the most affluent communities, like sometimes these kids like in the most affluent areas still are not having all of their needs met right, on the yes. basic human level. Being supported um, as, as a human being. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's like a key piece that is difficult. And it takes a while, especially for those like me who were not very emotionally intelligent right. to begin yes. with. But we learn. We sure did. Miss S, the final one, I believe, can be the most important. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Why emotions are important in the classroom? Performance. Yep. <laughs> Miss S, consistent mismanagement of stress can decrease teacher motivation. Miss S, some, are there some days where you're like, I'm done. This, this oh, it's is, called this... <laughs> the month of October. <laughs> or... As you so genuinely put it, this isn't working out. <laughs> this is not it. This is not it. Oh, yeah. Have you- I have it every year. Even as a veteran teacher, there is a day or a, a couple days where I'm like, yeah, so what else is there for me? Like, what does life look like? I think it's just important to acknowledge those thoughts and or feelings because, like I said, there are teachers that feel like horrible human beings, like horrible teachers for even thinking that. But I'm here to tell you, you are not. You are fine. You should think that. You should lean into that when you do feel it. Because if you don't, that's called burnout that you're now not acknowledging. And then it's going to snowball. Yes. And you're going to push it all the way down and just keep pushing it down into that bottle. And when that bottle is full, it's going to explode like Coke with Mentos and And now we don't have a teacher in the classroom. (laughs) He or she literally just walked out of the classroom and said, this is, I'm done. This is not working out for me. This is not it. Ms. S, chronic anxiety can leave a feeling in a teacher of, I can't do anything right. Like this is, this is, this is not. makes me sad. Yeah. I I mean, yes. There has been a point, and I think it was in my first year where, I did actually kind of think that where I was, I, I, couldn't, I, yeah. I, I, I couldn't do anything right. You know, I think I thought it my second year because your first year is difficult, but there is no like quote standard. And then things have been right. set. You come back and then you have the fear of like, well, what if I don't hit those benchmarks? And like, what if I perform lower? As the adult in a room full of children, it is important for you to be a role model and I think you've touched on this, Ms. S. A positive role model, I should say, for students. And self-regulate. Self-care, please do all of those things because those children are really looking at you as a human being and as a teacher. Yeah, you have to find, like for me this year, I know we just started this year, but I have been leaving my laptop at work and I just yep. leave it there. And I remember the first day, a couple a couple days ago, panic. I was like, oh, my God, what if they need me? And then I thought, I was there till about 6. If they need me, it is most likely not an emergency. I can get to it in the morning when we get there, and we will figure it out, and we'll problem solve. But that has been really effective for just ensuring that, like, when I come home, I'm home, and I'm getting to spend time with people that matter to me and do things that are important, as in, like, going to bed at 8 o'clock, like, <laughs> things that I need. Ladies and gentlemen, rewind exactly what you just said so you can hear all that again because yes and, yes and, Miss S, 
You said this before, and I want to say it again. Burnout. Miss has so many teachers are leaving the profession. It is astronomical. It is unfathomable oh, it's to so me. So wild. So wild. There's just a lack of teachers all over the place. I don't know why or what the circumstances were. It we're just losing a whole bunch of really, really good teachers, by the way. And it's usually like the turnover, it's not like they're veteran teachers, right? Who've been in it for 20, 30 years. It's like under five years teaching where you're still perfecting your pedagogy. Like there's so much growth that happens within those first eight years. And it's like, people are like, I'm not willing to wait that out. Like I don't want, and I respond like that's valid. And that is something that I do not judge anybody for saying this is not for me because at the end of the day, if you can acknowledge that, like you're acknowledging, like there is something else better for kids that like in this moment, I cannot be. And I respect that fully because it's difficult. It's difficult when you're invested in children to say, like, I'm not what's best for them right now. Like, I cannot yeah. do this. It, that's a really difficult thing to think and to acknowledge. Ms. S, bottom line, you, you put in the work, your students will too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ms. S, <clears throat> own that you've got emotions. I'm talking to you. I'm talking to teachers. I'm talking to whomever's listening. Own, own it. Lean you've, into got em- it. <laughs> you've got emotions. Miss S, emotional challenges in the classroom. Are they important at the end of this episode, do you think? They're so important, and they're important by the first step of just acknowledging that they exist. And that if you're like, I could never, you will. Mm, October will happen. We missed a whole bunch. I know that we did. These are just some of the things that matter in the classroom when considering emotions. One was focus. That could be on a teacher base. That could be on your student, a student base focus. Mm -hmm. Making decisions. Ms. S teachers make thousands of decisions every hour. Yep. Building student relationships. Remember if you don't have a poker face like me and you're angry, make sure you acknowledge the fact that you're (laughs) angry and you validate. Yep. Vocalize Vocalize that. Stop it. Performance, Miss S. Is performance important in the classroom? Uh, yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Own it, ladies and gentlemen. Be about owning your emotions in the classroom. Yep. Miss S, I can't wait for this year to start to unfold. We are going to have an episode every two weeks like normal. So I'm super excited about all the... Wow, I just lost my train of thought. Oh, wow. All the topics. All the the topics that we're going to talk about in future episodes. Ms. S, as always, those listening, they could take it, leave it, love it, or absolutely hate everything we just said. But they were listening. Hey, and that's what we care about. We will see you guys next time on See Me After Class. Bye, everybody. Have a great school year. We'll see you next time.